Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 73 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. And Armando, I wanted to open a little bit differently than we normally do. Because, I mean, it's been a, such a chaotic few years and... Right now, we're in the pilot season of World War Three Season 1. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, we do all the raunchy, like, sex stuff. And we talk about Florida Man. But what if we just open with something a little bit more peaceful, like tranquil, you know? And so if you will allow me, I, I would like to start this episode by reading a poem. Okay. <laughs> and just, just add a little bit of civility and grace, hopefully, into the discussion. Then, you know, then we can get back to the raunchy sex stuff later. Is that okay? Sure. Uh, okay, so the name of this poem is "I Fuck Sluts." Oh, this is not. This is one I found. Very, this is, very elegant. I very did not. Elegant. I did not write this, but I endorse it fully. Uh, the, uh, I fuck sluts. Sluts, sluts. I fuck sluts. Sluts get fucked when I fuck sluts. No if ands or buts. I fuck sluts. Nice girls are nice, but no good for nut sucking. They'll need a serene night to green light a butt fucking. <laughs> but that'll be easy with sleazy old slut fucking. Boo to the nice girls. Praise be to slut fucking. I have a list. A list? Yes, a list of all the sluts I've missed. I've never fucked or, sluck or sucked these sluts, and thus my nuts are fucking pissed. So when I fuck the lucky slut, my nut removes her from the list. Another dumb cum bucket struck from my nut sucking sluts, suck it slut, slut fucking bucket list. Whew, it's a mouthful, but you hear the influences, right? Like Chaucer, you Robert you Frost. Sh you shouldn't say it's a mouthful after reading that poem. Oh, no, I meant it. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I meant to say. Sluts can be white. Black, brown, pink, or almond. They can be skinny with big tits or skinny with small ones. Sluts can be perky, preppy, or posh with their brains and their clothes all shrunk from the wash. But other sluts are pretty and funny and smart. These sluts can lift all your thoughts from your dick to your heart. <laughs> they can talk about science, music, or art. They can put you together or they can pull you apart. But don't trust these sluts. Don't, don't you dare. They'll force you to trust them and love them and care, and then they'll be gone, and then you'll be aware of that hole in your heart that that dumb slut left there. You see, see the speaker in the poem had his heart broken, so he's lashing out with misogynistic uh, language. You get it? Very deep, very deep. It, it, well, I thought it was really beautiful, just just eloquent. And uh, I do want to say that. So that was that was a a poem by uh, Mr. Robert Burnham. That's in a a collection of poems called Egghead. If you want to. Purchase that on Amazon, or I think it's on a, a comedy special called What that is available for free in entirety on YouTube if you'd like to see the original performance. There, I just wanted to say that so I don't feel guilty for stealing intellectual property. My favorite line was, uh, whatever, whatever, dick to my heart. <laughs> that's See, that's the turn. That's when it goes from just being crude and vulgar where you're like, oh, wait. Yeah, it was the line was, um, but other sluts are pretty and funny and smart. These sluts can lift all your thoughts from your dick to your heart. It was, this was this was very a very word dense. I was I've actually like read read that through a couple times oh. in preparation, and I still fucked it up. Yeah, that's okay. You got the <laughs> gist. Yeah, you know what we 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 mentioned uh, or I mentioned World War Three season one pilot pilot yeah. episodes. We're in the pilot. We're gonna see if it gets picked up or canceled. But we we thought we would just give a little bit more context because. I, perhaps some of our listeners don't know how 
batshit fucking insane Russia is just on a regular day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have to be on an invasion day. So uh, I've I have uh, regularly heard Russia compared to Florida. So we we thought we were going to do a segment on Florida man's alter ego, Russian man. Yeah. Russia man, Russia man. Ten more insane news stories from Russia. Uh, let's start with the first. Should we do all ten? Let's do all ten. They're gonna go quick if we don't have to. If we don't. Okay. Number ten. Stadium blast dying bird do- noises to scare away birds. I mean, that's the only only possible Jesus <laughs> way to go about it. Holy moly! <laughs> that's like uh, like not what's that where they where they do like uh, uh, audible torture where like they play like. It's kind of doing the same thing to birds, playing dying bird noises. I mean, but like, what is anyone living near that stadium? <laughs> You're just trying to go to yeah. sleep, and you just hear like dying birds blasting in your windows. That's almost as funny as Boise State. That's still the funniest. You're familiar with the whole Boise State saga? No. So they thought it would be a good idea to make their astroturf blue. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know the whole st- what story you're gonna read, but yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, it was, uh, that was it. They're they're like, we're gonna be different. Yeah. We're gonna have blue astroturf, and the birds are like, oh yay, look a lake. <laughs> so yeah, like, birds are just constantly dive bombing their stadium and murdering themselves. Nice. Uh, the, the birds are unaliving themselves. If you think your neighbors are too loud, try living next to Gasper Marina. Residents flooded police departments with noise complaints after a new bird scaring system went live in Saint in the popular Saint Petersburg Arena in June 2019. Reportedly, the system emitted sounds of dying birds and gunfire. Oh, and gunfire! Fuck. <laughs> well, so that's probably fine because that that doesn't really stand out from just the normal neighborhood noises in yeah, Russia. But yeah. um, <laughs> it probably puts people to sleep. <laughs> They're like, ah, uh, reminds me of my childhood. It's calming. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Number nine, former teacher kills friend who claimed that poetry is not real literature. He killed his friend. That's only because he didn't hear I Fuck Sluts. By bo- yeah. if he, he'd be like, oh, comrade, this is an excellent poem. Comrade, comrade, <laughs> calm down. Uh, in early 2014, a 53-year-old man in, in Irbit, a town in Sverdlovsk, region of uh, Urals. <laughs> I think you just you just nailed uh, all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do know it's the Urals. Sure. But you just... Yeah. Your pronunciation uh-huh. on point. Continue. I was charged with murder of another man, 67, said to have been a friend. They were drinking together in the friend's flat when he said only prose was real literature. <laughs> According to the federal police in Russian region in Sverdlovsk, the host insisted that real lit- literature is prose while his guest, a former teacher, argued for poetry. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gnarly. Oh, he killed him with a knife. You know what? That's that's kind of poetic. It is. Uh, number eight. Two drunk men cut off their ears for a bet. <laughs> it's, the mm. same, it's the same guys from the last story. <laughs> I, like, Americans are do goofy things. They don't... Like, I've seen, like, dudes where get, like, bre- breast implants for a bet, that kind of thing, like... But cutting off an ears, mm. no Russians are hardcore on a level that we just are not. Yeah, uh, another odd news headline appeared in 2014 when two intoxicated men in a Siberian mining region cut off their own ears after be- betting on an arm wrestling contest. Wait, but so how? Why did they both cut off their ears? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, oh, it says. Oh, there you go. It, in the next paragraph, it explains. one man one man won the first match, but his opponent insisted on a second <laughs> round, which he won. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so, so, so that's the worst double or nothing ever. That's he's, fucking dumb. He's like, <laughs> that wasn't double or nothing. That was that was like, hey, I already lost. 
Because double or nothing would have meant yeah, one exactly. guy didn't. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That's why it was the worst double or nothing. They didn't even understand the concept. And they, they both cut off their ears. Number seven. Naked cheesemakers take photos in a vat filled with milk. Uh, and the photo's there for us to, to, to watch. They look really happy. It actually looks like uh, Habib and his boys taking a bath. Dude, four dudes in a bathtub of milk. Uh, already little... A little suspect. And then the one guy's like short. I don't know if there's, like, there's underwear or what. Uh, that's kind of gross. Anyway, a group of cheesemakers celebrated the beginning of 2014 by swimming in the milk used for cheese processing. They posed and took pictures, which quickly went viral. Yeah, our job is really boring, uh, the caption said. One man is even seen holding up his shorts for the camera. This Their stunt may have caused some serious damage to cheese industry in Om- Omsk, a major Russian center for food processing. If you plan to buy... St- String cheese the next time you go to the supermarket. <laughs> you may want to check out that it wasn't made in Omsk. You know what, though? I do want to commend the, the those boys because if you're going to get naked in a, bat, a vat full of milk with your homies, you got to do it just completely balls uh, balls bare. So and he and to prove it, he held up the shorts. So he's like, just so you guys know, we're not cheating and wearing shorts under the this layer of milk. Here you go. Yeah, but people uh, don't don't eat string cheese from Omsk, Russia. Um, number six, number six, man fights off Siberian bear by biting its tongue off. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, Siberian bears are no joke either. <laughs> Those are big sons of bitches. Uh, in 2019, Nikolai Irgit, 30, and his two friends were collecting deer and moose antlers without the necessary permits, permits in a forest reserve in the Tuva region. The antlers are used for making furniture as well as for medical purposes and often sold for a hefty price in the black market. The men split up to cover more ground deep in the forest. Wait, wait, wait can, I, can I pause for a second? Sure. It, it says for, for medical purposes? Yeah. They just skimmed over that. You know what they use those for, right? Um, the deer antlers? Uh-huh. It's like a steroid, isn't it? It's, no, it's, it's, they're supposed to be like virility and like boner pills. Ah, got it. I thought it was, uh, like, wasn't that, there's like a whole thing about deer, deer antler spray or something. I don't know. Anyway, the men split up to cover more ground deep in the forest. Igrid stumbled across a big brown bear weighing up to 600 kilos or 1,300 plus pounds. Siberian bears can rip an adult man apart. Igrid tried to scare away the beast by screaming, but the bear charged at him and repeatedly bit his face and head, also ensuring the man's hands, injuring the man's hands and stomach. As the bear was snapping at his face, the man bit the bear's tongue off, scaring it away. <laughs> Covered in blood, Igret called for help, and his friends arrived to call an ambulance. Blah blah blah. Holy shit! I'm just I'm just amazed that he was able to make it out of a face to face conflict uh-huh. with the Russian man. I mean, that poor fucking bear. Like he was so close to losing his life. What What is it? There's like a certain animal that, like, if it eats you, wants to eat you from your butthole first. Is that like a hyena? I believe uh, hyenas do that. I think coyotes might too, but like hyenas you, definitely do. They eat you from your butthole first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's not as fun as it sounds, kids. No. Don't try it. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Number five, Clairvoyant purchases Psychic Cat for $84,000. An unusual news headline appeared to start as 2017 when a Clairvoyant bought a Psychic Cat in Russia. Dmitri, the cat's owner, inherited the cat from his aunt when she died. He claimed that the cat could suddenly appear from behind locked doors and use mind tricks to make Dmitri go shopping for the cat's favorite food in the middle of the night. Hmm. <laughs> this guy smokes a lot of weed. Uh, the owner reported that he hates fish and sausage, but the cat made him hungry for these foods. He would make wake me up at 5 a.m. giving me a strong desire to eat fish or sausage, said Dmitri. So much so that I had to go out 
go out right then to buy it and give it to the cat. And as soon as the cat started to eat, my hunger disappeared. What the fuck? Um, labeled as a witch by local media, the woman paid 5 million rubles, rubles, around 84 grand for the cat, intending to put it to work in her seances. See, she is a clairvoyant and came uh, with all her paraphernalia. She closed the cat in the room and then rapidly decided to buy it, Dimitri said. Wow. I want a psychic cat or a psychic dog. Uh, number four, cargo plane drops three tons of gold over Siberia. What? For a brief moment in March 19 or March 15, 2018, the gray skies of Siberia were filled with gold. A cold... War era cargo aircraft took off from Yakutsk Airport in Siberia, <laughs> carrying an estimated $378 million in gold, platinum, and diamonds on behalf of a private mining company. During takeoff, the cargo hatch tore open and spilled nearly 200 gold bars. Wait, wait you know, I, I just sorry, I have a Russia joke. You know, you know, in America, they say the stock market crashes. In Russia, the stock market crashes on you. All right. See, because it like fell from the sky. It cra- Got it. Fuck you, Mondo. Most of the ingots immediately landed on the Yakutsk airport runway, but the plane continued flying for another 16 kilo kilometers. I can't read, uh, which is a prop- approximately 10 miles to, take, to make an emergency landing and drop more cargo along the way. A police spokesperson stated that nobody was injured and the treasure was recovered. Dang, that sucks. I would have kept one. The, the the local Russians were like, yes, we, we've recovered all 30 million of your gold for you. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck that. I'd bury that shit. Nope, didn't see anything here. Uh, number three, Dagestan Hopes Sheep Beauty co- uh, Beauty Queen Contest. Gross. Uh, to celebrate the Muslim festival of sacrifice known as Eid al-Adha in Arabic and Kurban Bayram. I don't know how that's pronounced, oh. but I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were not even close. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> uh, in the Russian and Turk- Turkic speaking world the city of Dagestan held a sheep beauty contest in August 2018 considered as one of the holiest days in the, in the Islamic calendar Kurban Buryam Bayram whatever celebrates the willingness of Ibrahim to sacrifice his son on a command from God the awarded owner of the winning sheep named, named Princess Aisha with a traditional handmade dagger pretty cool but like just to be clear like we, yes we do have like like uh, livestock shows in the US they're dressing the sheep up. I'm, I was trying to see. I'm like, like, are the sheep's wearing lipstick? Oh wait, no, this one is. Holy fuck! No, and there's gross. no, there's this one I'm looking at. It's got, it's got like beads around its neck. Uh, it's wearing a pair of sunglasses, and it has like this like pink like feather boa sort of like wrapped around its back and its so little how do you, antlers. How does the how does the winning sheep win? Like, is it like the do they get the votes from the guys that like I want like most guys want to fuck that goat. Like, is that how that works? Like, I don't, I really, I'm going to say it's not sexual. Let's just, for the sake, I, okay, I'm going to say it's mostly not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, if there's a panel of 10 judges, I'm going to say eight of them are like, no, this is, we're just purely aesthetics. It's not a sexual thing. And two. then, and the other two are like, mm, if uh, you want my vote, I need the 20 minutes with sheep after Gross. competition. They really are, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot this one and send it to you. Um, Cause they really, yeah, they're they're dressing them up quite a bit. Like, right. there's there's some fucker in the history of Dagestan had a, a sheep fetish, and somehow he managed to link this to a religious festival. Nice. Uh, number two, world chess president claims he was abducted and aliens invented chess. 
Kirsan Ilyusimov was the world chess president from 1995 to 2018, defeating the former world chess champion Garry Kasparov for the job. He was also the president of the Russian Republic of Kalmykia from 1993 to 2010. However, one unusual claim sets Ilyusimov apart from the average politician. He says that aliens wearing yellow spacesuits abducted him from the Moscow home in September 97. I'm going to read a quote from him. I was taken from my apartment in Moscow to the spaceship and went to some star. And after that, I asked them, please bring me back. They are like people like us. They have the same mind and same vision. I talk with them and I understand we are not alone in this whole world. We are not unique. Wow. Well, you know what? That's reassuring. My theory is that chess comes from space because it's the same rules. 64 squares, black and white, and the same rules in Japan and China and Qatar and Mongolia. Come on. No, I think he's right. That's the only logical explanation possible. This this guy figured it out. Flat earther, motherfucker. Anyway, number one. Bag of 54 severed human hands found in Siberia. Oh, no. A fisherman in Siberia made a grim discovery on March 2018. He was walking along the icy Amir River when he noticed a hand sticking out of the snow on a small island near the city of Khabarovsk. Jesus. Th- those those two guys who lost their ears had another bet that just got way out of hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mondo, get it? Yeah. It got way... Out of hand. Out of hand. Because uh-huh. uh, the bag contained 27 <laughs> pairs of human hands. <laughs> Severed at the wrist, photos of the 54 hands lined up in neat rows quickly gained media attention, but according to the Russian government, it was not the work of a hand-obsessed killer. The biological objects hands found are not of criminal origin, the, but were disposed of in a manner not provided Wait, by for law. What the fuck is it? <laughs> Russia's just like, oh, no, it's just, just hands, no, no problems. Yeah. Uh, however, it is not known why the laboratory severed the hands in the first place. Yeah. Like, no, no, no big deal. Nothing to see here. Crazy, crazy. And that was it for uh, <laughs> news from Russia, Florida man, Russia stories. Mondo, what, what what sound do 27 Russians clapping make? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Do you get it? That was it for the world of Russia. Fuck that. I didn't, I didn't realize until Aaron told me before the start of this podcast that... That Russia is considered like a Florida of Europe. That it was like that oh, fucked up. Oh, it's it's crazier. Like we had the story about the guy who uh, stole the side by side and was trying to charge his his ankle monitor. Uh-huh. In Russia, it would have been like like a children's tricycle with a flamethrower on the front, where that he installed like a nitrous booster on the back nice. and was like burning down half a village. Like Russians are absolutely batshit insane. I don't know. That's I I, I never thought I never knew that. Let's move on to the world of Reddit. Uh, Reddit question number one. What was the worst crime a celebrity has committed and has seemingly been forgiven by the general public? The one that popped up to mind first for me was Mike Tyson. Tyson. Um, yeah, because if you remember, yeah, I think he, he raped someone and then he was beat his wife and he went to jail. And I, I granted, like, he definitely, you know, he ser- served his time in prison. But don't forget, he also bit off fucking Evander Holyfield's ear in the middle of a fucking boxing match. Dude, <laughs> the dude's just Mike Mike Tyson would have thrived in Russia. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't I don't even need a bet, fellas. I'll just bite those ears off whenever I want to. Yeah, he 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 did a one eighty. And and that's one where it's like, you know what, maybe 
I'm a little bit torn because it like he still definitely has some violent tendencies. Like he'll talk about it. He's like, oh, I can't fight because then like the bad man comes out. It's like, oh, okay, Mike Tyson. But I think the public in general is like, oh, well, he went to prison and he's trying to learn big words and it's kind of adorable because he has a he has a lisp and we're not terrified of him anymore. So like, okay, all right, like we're down with this. And I, I, to this day, I really would like to see his one man show. Uh, he has a one man show. I know yeah. he has. A, I know he has a weed farm in California somewhere where it's like a. Like a weed ranch, you can go and like, it's like a giant Airbnb, but with Mike Tyson's ranch stuff being there, and you smoke weed all day. I don't know. He, if- he, he's got that. He's got a a podcast. But no, on top of that, like Dude, he, Mike Tyson's mysteries. That was- he yeah, he had he had a one man show where he was like, I, I he was touring, like he was on Broadway, like, and apparently it was really good. I believe it's called Mike Tyson Undisputed Truth, where he's just kind of telling stories and things from his life, which if you just based on the stuff that we know that's batshit insane, like, there's got to be some crazy stories out there. Like, this is a man who's like, yeah, I'm just going to buy some tigers. Yeah. I, want, I want tigers because uh, I think they're they're pretty. It's like, okay, okay. He's a dude that, like, yeah, everyone everyone that's, uh, everyone, in, well, most everyone that's in MMA, like an athlete, like, respect, like, they I, even though it's not the same sport, they're like, they still revere Tyson and his accomplishments in the ring. It was just all that other, <laughs> all the other, outside the court shit that was like oh man this guy it's like john jones like you're just a fucking maybe like in 20 years john jones will be such a doucher and he'll be loved but see i I think the difference between those two and and this is why it's like maybe maybe it is okay like that uh tyson is forgiven is it it seems like he just has a lot of demons and had a fucked up child and all that but like he actually is trying to do right like he 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 you know served his time like he he is trying to move his life forward in productive ways you know like weed farms and, yeah. <laughs> and things like that whereas like i think john jones is just a fucking sociopath and will never learn yeah uh the i i first when i got the question i thought of oj simpson because he i mean did, did we forgive him though i okay he wasn't accused of killing the the his wife or whatever which everyone is like yeah right you fuck like back then it was like yay justice you know black guy didn't well he wasn't convicted right he was accused for sure right but uh what i mean he he definitely killed his wife everyone's just kind of like whatever he got in trouble for other shit got locked up but he's like maintained not that i follow him or not but i know he's like maintained like a twitter persona and like i think he does i think he might do youtube i don't know well, he does something he's been back in jail since then, for yeah, uh, grand theft, yeah. Um, but your to your point though, that was a very important cultural moment for America, because that's when we learned you didn't just have to be a rich white man to beat murder charges. You you just had to be a rich man. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like oh, like if you're black and you have enough money, you you too can beat murder apps. Like yeah. huzzah! Like we've st- we've taken a step forward for equality. The 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 whole uh, the glove. I remember thinking like, yeah, you be- you believe what your parents believe, kind of growing up, and what the news feeds you a little bit. You're kind of naive, and I and back then it felt like, yay, we like we got away with what <laughs> you were you were on his side back then, and then you're like, oh no, you're a fucked up criminal. You do a lot of other stupid shit, and but he's still kind of relatively like it's to the point where no one looks at O.J. Simpson like, oh my god, he committed, he's a murderer. It's like he's 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 like 
Oh no, I, th- I think a lot of people do look at him like that. He's so. a caricature. He, I mean, yeah, he's a killer, but he's a caricature killer. He's kind of like, hey. and then he, re- he released his book. If I did it, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this is how I would have done it. It's like, well, OJ, maybe you should have read your book before <laughs> before you did this this crime. Um, Some of the uh, answers on Reddit. User QB Nath writes: Marcos Alonso, Chelsea footballer. Drove drunk, speeding, crashed, and killed a young woman. He got suspended, sentenced, a small fine, and a short driving ban. There's a reason rival football fans chant Marcos Alonso. You know, you know, you know what you did. You know what? That reminds me of uh, Jen Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever the fuck his her name is. Caitlyn, Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she killed someone. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like, and then the very next year is like Woman of the Year. It's like. Uh, did everybody forget this bitch or guy, dude, whatever? Killed no, bitch, some, bitch, yeah, yeah. come on. Killed Let's... somebody and got away with it, and like no one ever heard of it since. No one, like you don't hear anything. Yeah. There's that whole thing of like, it's like, oh, she's a bad bitch. Caitlyn Jenner's like, okay, I just did the surgery. Let's lean into it hard. <laughs> like, you... No, Caitlyn, that's not, what, that's not what we meant. User GamerChick94 writes, Jesus, 90% of these are sexual assaults against teenage girls. It's so, so fucked up. Oh, they're they're referring to the other answers, I guess. I yeah, think. for a second I thought I was like, wait, what? They are what, did, Jesus? what did Jesus do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, let's see. User that was a dumb one. user Ovays writes. Stephen Tyler convinced the parents of a fourteen-year-old groupie to sign over her guardian rights to him, essentially adopting her and then dating her at the same time. But wait, there's more. He eventually gets the girl pregnant, and then forces her to get an abortion. I don't know if any criminal action was taken against him, but it's all super messed up. I've also been told that she was 16 years old and not 14. I've since Googled it and seen both ages listed several places, blah, 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 blah. I didn't know that. Steven Tyler, like, raped somebody? Yeah, man, there's there's seems like a lot of that went around. I mean, there's the Kobe thing, too. That that one seems a little bit less cut and dry as some of them. I mean, he, he was definitely cheating on his wife, like oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a question of whether or not it was sexual assault and, and that that story definitely got a little bit more muddied but yeah let's let's move on from this one all right that's enough for that first question right question number two excuse me with the 2020s going down in history as the roaring what the fucks what event wouldn't surprise you if it were to happen now do you have one yes but it's kind of already like i don't know there's it's already out so it's not an original one, okay. but the fact that aliens exist, like there was a, like this last year, like a bunch of stuff came out. The government was like, UFOs exist, but like no one ever bothered to dig uh, further. Like, okay, what, 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 what do we know? Like share, but yeah, uh, if, if we found out that aliens were like a legit thing, that would be a fucking, like if, if, if the government produced rock solid evidence for the, for the public to like, see like, oh shit. And then everyone, like the humanity, 100% was on board. Oh, fuck, aliens do exist. That would be a kind of a a surprise, but not really, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised if it, it, like a major comp- uh, country just completely collapses. Like economically? Yeah, like they're just, they're, they're pr- probably somewhere like, particularly like in the Southern Hemisphere where like all of a sudden like they just can't get enough water or like... I feel like there's some countries that are, are still first world countries, but they're just like Teetering. right at that that line where if one thing goes really south, whether it's with their food production or their water supply or like their their economy, like they're just going to be completely fucked. And I, I 
I never thought that we were that close to collapse in some areas, but like during COVID, it's like, oh no, like yeah. our, our, <laughs> our, our hospital system is so fragile where yeah. if, if there's just this sudden influx of people, like our whole healthcare infrastructure would collapse and we're comparatively well off with stuff like that, you know, for, to a lot of countries. And like, like the one that does kind of pop into mind, which is like, is Mexico uh-huh. where it's at least there was always that joke like when uh we were in college in california where it's like oh if you go to mexico like don't drink the water haha right <laughs> and you don't really think about it it's like oh only 40 percent of mexico's population is clean drinking water it's like well what if what if something dips that down to like 20 percent like what's gonna happen to that country yeah so I, i'm i'm not rooting for for uh complete like global collapse of of a major country but I would not be surprised to see that happen. Yeah, it can happen. Every it just has, like you said, how as sensitive as our economy was to something that big, the pandemic. Like other countries that are just ill-equipped can get really fucked with something like that, or or a war. Like right now, that Ukraine and Russia. Like you're joking about World War Three, but if something were to happen, no, I'm not joking. Right. I mean, this is very literally. This is how World War Two started. Yeah, but but yeah, exactly. If some if something something else happens that can just lead to major catastrophe globally you know oh the the other part wait i, I can't figure, figure what it's called now it is insane there's this book that, that some like russian like political theorist published that like outlines a game plan of like how russia becomes like the soviet empire and takes over the world oh shit and Apparently, no, and apparently it's not just like oh it's some crazy guy that published a book like apparently like the oligarchs and putin are really interested and in, have been following this book's game plan. And you read some of the stuff in it, you're like, holy fuck, like this is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Like they think they, they basically said like, oh, they need to start by taking Ukraine and then they take Finland. And while that's happening, the, the, like they just need to like de- destabilize our country and like foment, uh, I forget how they put it. They're like anti Africa, but they're basically saying like, like stoke racism in our country, mm. but they said it in a very Russian way. <laughs> and that, and that like, Britain or England is just like a, uh, it was it was all this political language, but it's basically just like a, a non-continental like base for us, basically. So don't even try to do anything with them. Just like find a way to to break England off from the European Union. I'm like, holy shit, they're doing all of it. Oh no, Russia's going to take over the world. <laughs> uh, that was it. Or let's read some of the answers on Reddit. Um, user Satin Melanafi Melanafi, contact with aliens, except it's not from the above, but from the ocean is like a B movie. Huh. Oh, okay. So Aquaman's real. Got it. Aquaman. <laughs> there are some dude. There are some weird squids that could do some crazy shit. Uh, user Cliver Lol LOL influencers going in Ukraine to film themselves on the battlefield. I don't know why, but I see it coming. <laughs> like selfie <laughs> dog ears on Putin. <laughs> um, User no underscore owl eighty two thirty six. If we the world ran out of a very specific food like apples, peanuts, etc. Oh, for sure, that's gonna happen probably. Well, uh, I heard I heard a little blurb on some other podcast. I forget which one about how like most of the world's avocados are come from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So much so that like now like there's like uh, the 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 same drug lords are like fucking like. Like going after the the avocado market, <laughs> you gotta hire like you gotta hire like hitmen to. Like, I, don't, I don't think you can smuggle avocados into the U.S. in your buttholes. It's not gonna work. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> that is going to be the rankest guacamole in the history of the world. I love, no. I love avocados. You, you like you like butthole guacamole? I would eat butthole. <laughs> Dude, if there was, just think about it. Just think about it. Like your, whatever your most beloved food decided to go like extinct, you're like, you, then and then they become a rare. Like in that movie uh, Zombie Line, where they're like Twinkies was like the one guy's hitch. Mm-hmm. Like if you had the one food that was like almost non-existent, you're like you do anything for it. Like oh, that was smuggled on your bee hole. Mm, avocado toast for breakfast. Ooh, yeah. Well, that's that's the the fucked up thing about climate change. It's like we can just adapt to to temperatures, but you know, plants and and fruit like can't just sweat and and you know cool themselves down a little bit. There is a lot of bioengineering work going on where they're trying to make drought resistant crops and plants and fruit and all this stuff. But yeah, if it doesn't come quick enough, Mono, you just might not have any avocados. Whole avocado, you, you know, and you know what? You won't have avocados, and like the 140 some odd million people in Mexico won't have water to drink. And I don't know who has it worse. It's one of you two, and I feel for both of you. I think your pain is equal, dude. My guacamole is awesome. Yep, I said it anyway. That was it for Reddit. And we are now going to Aaron and I. We've been talking about retitling, renaming new on Netflix. And so, a lot of times, the shows we watch aren't on Netflix, they're on Apple TV or whatever, uh, Hulu. But we also want to take the time to mix things up and do movie reviews here and there. So for now, we're going to call this shit binge-worthy. But we might change it to something else. So we, 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 we're, we're trying it out. We don't know if it's yeah, a permanent yeah. thing. But for now, we, we're, we're going to do our segment, Binge-worthy. And, and if, today... And if you're a listener oh. and you have a, a suggestion for a name, shoot us a message with it. <laughs> Or, or don't. Or, yeah, no, you can send it to me. I'll, I'll listen. But today we're reviewing the movie Kimmy on HBO Max. Kimmy is an adaptation of the classic Alfred Hitchcock film Rear Window, in which a wheelchair-bound Jimmy Stewart. Wait, I'm going to see if I can do a Jimmy Stewart impression. J- Jimmy Stewart uh, witnesses a potential murder out of his back window. Uh, oh no, I'm in a wheelchair, but I need to solve a murder. Like that—that that was I Jimmy ju- Stewart. That's pretty I, close. Can I, I just tell you that your Jimmy Stewart sounds a lot like your Nicholas? cage impression i mean they're the same person if you didn't know that um (laughs) and where was i but in kimmy director steven soderbergh was like okay what if instead of the affable jimmy stewart i make every character in the movie just deeply unlikable um, uh, Steven, are, are you sure that's a good idea? Oh yeah, it's fine. I'm going to have Zoe Kravitz walk around in her underwear constantly. Oh, oh perfect. That, yeah, that'll definitely work. And you know what, listening audience? It did. <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> did that work for you, Mondo? Work for me. Uh, you know, side tit, whatever. You know, that's um, kind of, kind of nice. So yeah, Zoe Kravitz plays Angela Childs, a tech worker who's tasked with resolving user misunderstandings with the smart device Kimmy who's basically Siri's older, nosier aunt. Like, every time Kimmy doesn't understand someone's request, Angela has to listen to the interaction, then manually update it, which I found to be the most horrifying part of the movie. Like, one, I would slip my wrist with a broken glass from an iPad mini a week after that job started. And two, uh, if I'm being honest, I may have called Siri a cunt more than once. (laughs) Yeah, um... Like that, that just the premise of it, like th- that job. Do you think that that job has to like, really exist, though? Right? No, like, I don't no? think so. Like, so, so it just isn't scalable. Because if you're trying to have a product like that that would have you know 
hundreds of millions of users, like you can't have people going through all the interactions. Like it just isn't going to work. You, you you need to do it like Siri, where there's just an algorithm that is going to going to learn and adapt. So like where there's no actual human interaction, but it's like a robot picking keywords and yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think at some point the algorithms will get smarter. Like like I know with Siri, like you can teach Siri who you are. Where if it, where because there's a thing where it's like she's like oh I don't I don't know who you are and then you can as- assign yourself in the context and then it'll, it'll start referring to you by name I'm like oh that's kind of creepy Siri's learning this is, this is <laughs> we thought it was gonna be Skynet no it's just gonna be our iPhones that take over and kill us but yeah it's it's during one of these call reviews that Angela hears a potential murder the only problem is she's a heavily medicated agoraphobe who hasn't left her wildly unaffordable Seattle loft since before COVID yeah. That was the most unrealistic part yeah, of the because, whole thing. <laughs> because the job she holds is probably not a high-paying job. That is and a, that is a $10 this, an hour job tops. But she affords, <laughs> she, somehow she affords this fucking massive apartment loft thing. It, it was fucking super nice. So since she can't leave her really super nice loft, she enlists the aid of a Russian troll farm hacker and her sometimes booty calls to solve the crime. Uh, frankly, I thought the booty call going up when she texted him, despite how she treats him, was probably the most realistic part of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> where like, she she is just a raging bitch, and he's like, nope, no, nope, I'm I'm down for this. Uh, then eventually, Angela has to face her fears and venture into the outside world, all while relearning how to walk and run like a normal human being. Because um, <laughs> there was parts where she's out there, and I, it kind of made sense when she's walking through a crowd and she's like hugging a wall and she's doing this sort of like stiff, like mechanical walk. I'm like, that that makes sense with her her. Uh, you know, phobia and, and sort of mental health issues. But then she does that same thing when she's trying to run for her life. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is just comical now. Yeah. As far as acting performances, I think it pretty much begins and ends with Zoe Kravitz. Uh, I, th- I believe she did a really excellent job playing the role Soderbergh wanted, but it was an interesting directing choice on his part. Like, it is possible to suffer from mental health problems, but not be an asshole all the time to literally everyone. Yeah. Also, based on the backstory they gave Angela, it would have made more sense if she had that demeanor specifically towards men. But no, she just takes a massive dump on everyone she comes into contact with. And after watching an interaction where she repeated the same thing over and over again until she got her way, I was like, oh no, this is the second piece of media in a row we've watched where they accidentally made the main character autistic. That is one where I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, yeah, like I get it. She's supposed to be like prickly. That's how they refer to her in the uh, synopsis on like IMDb. But I'm like, that's this is beyond prickly. Like she's just taking everything super literally and just repeating it over and over again until people give in. Uh, as far as the rest of the movie goes, the plot was definitely a little janky for a movie that did seem to lean towards realism. And the writing was solid, if not inspired. However, I thought Soderbergh knocked it out of the park when it came to cinematography, uh, especially the parts where Zoe Kravitz was walking around in her underwear. And, <laughs> Stupid. I mean, just just the lighting and the camera angles were just, you know, it was just high art. Like that that side boob just hit perfect. And that's how yeah, you could tell he was a master director. And uh, the pacing was also fast and fun, even for a movie with a lean one hour and 29 minute runtime. So, in conclusion... If you're looking for a movie that gives a nuanced depiction of someone struggling with mental health issues or a detective flick with a clever, intricate plot, this movie's probably a hard pass for you. But if you're looking for a fun thriller where you get to watch a blue-haired Zoe Kravitz talk shit to people like she's a New York cab driver on nicotine withdrawal, then this is for you. I give it a bad bitch 7 out of 10 stars. I, I, I give it only like a 5 or 5.5. I, I, I thought I liked it. I liked more. It was a... 
it was a, a different or it's like a story I've heard and seen before, but they did it different with the twist of like the whole like like we have Alexa and Siri and all these things constantly monitoring us, mm-hmm. even when we think we're not. It's and it's always listening to us, and I thought it was an in, in, interesting like twist on on that using that technology thing and like a murder mystery based on what this. Well, have you seen the original Rear, rear Window? No. Uh, I th- I think that movie probably still holds up, and that's old. That's like an old Alfred Hitchcock movie, and there's been so many sort of adaptations and, and takeoffs of that. I mean, so this uh, Soderbergh directly references Rear Window movie when he was talking about this, but it's like Jimmy Stewart has like broke his leg and he's sort of stuck in his, the second floor of his house, and he's he's like just looking out the window in his neighborhood because this was like before you know internet and Netflix and whatnot, and he sees what he thinks was a murder, and then he's trying to so this whole thing plays out from like him looking through his window. So it's very, very similar, but I don't know, man. I, I think this is one where it's like, if you just didn't really try to take it too seriously and d- didn't think about any of it, I'm like, ah, oh, this was fun. It was fast. It was like, it felt like a really good episode of like a TV show or something. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a TV show, I think I'd it'd rate higher, but because it was a movie, I was expecting it to be a little more, I don't know. Other things, the, the Zoe Kravitz character. Yeah. She, she annoyed me. Like she annoyed the, shit out of me and how she behaved and it was like oh yeah you know what this is how a lot of women behave (laughs) even without agoraphobia and all this other shit like a lot of chicks could just well yeah except it was like turned up to 11 in her case and that's the thing I think that would have been that would have been fine if they gave her just a little bit more depth where like she she you know she's she's sort of struggling with that like because you do find out like oh like she she had something happen to her in her past like she went through a trauma so if there's moments of sort of vulnerability or like you can kind of see her struggling with with trying trying to not take that trauma out on people around her but it's like there's none of that she's just like full forward like fuck you like i hate everybody it's like whoa okay my favorite thing of the movie was uh you know the 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 neighbor that kind of goes and rescues her kind of at the end that actor i was like that fucking guy looks familiar who the fuck is that guy that's the guy that plays the older brother in Home Alone. You know the bully older brother that I forget his name, the character. I want to say Chet or something like that. Sure, Chet or whatever. But the older brother in Home Alone that's like like a bully to Macaulay Culkin's character. That had the tarantula. Yeah. That older brother is is that actor's plays uh the the neighbor at the end. Okay. I was like, Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> I had to look it up and see like why he looked familiar to me. I'm trying to find out his name now. It's going to drive me nuts. I actually heard something about that guy. I think that guy's been... Buzz. Buzz McAllister. Buzz. I actually heard that that actor got into some like serious legal shit not too long ago. I don't know if it was before the filming of this movie or like during the filming of this movie, but something like pretty serious, like 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 uh, like like beating his wife or beating... I don't know. Some Something pretty fucked up. I don't want to take the time to look at it. Actor up. who played older brother in Home Alone arrested in Oklahoma. There you go. Yeah, surrendered to authorities in Oklahoma on Wednesday after he was accused of assaulting his girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. Seattle so he was he was just like method acting for this movie. He's, he's just doing research, man. Like, come on. He's really dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> Assaults on women are always funny. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Stupid women. <laughs> They're not. That was just just to be clear, that was sarcastic. They're not funny. But all that being said, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more nuance it in the character be, as, as she struggled with the ramifications of that assault. Physical abuse towards women can be funny during the right... <laughs> wow, Mondo's just doubling down on it. He's like, no, fuck you. During the right circumstances, 
get a woman getting beat up can be fr- pretty fucking funny. Like, like you you have to had to see like the like cat fight videos where chicks get into it and they're like, like none of them are nice girls. They're both fucking catty and bitchy, and they get into it. You're like, ha ha, violence. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I, that's how I feel. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking by it. The views of Armando Ramirez do not necessarily report, uh, <laughs> represent the views of this podcast or Aaron Jaffe. These are Armando Ramirez's views solely and exclusively. It's funny. It's funny. Just, just sorry. I just world I'm, star. I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-record one of those disclaimers for future use. Yeah, yeah. Just press a button. <laughs> just play. World star. Oh, good lord. So so yeah. So it sounds like I I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did. But I I, I kind of went in with no expectations. Yeah. I watched it last night when I was really tired. I'm like, oh, that was kind of fun. Like I I think. If you just you just want something quick and fun to watch, this is well worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's a new, it's a pr- pretty damn new movie, and and it didn't, you know, I didn't see it highly uh, marketed in the theaters or whenever it came out. Well, it's not; it's just only streaming. So there you go. So, I, but even then, like you, you think like they'd put like some kind of commercials or whatever, re- like uh, marketing for it, and I didn't see anything about it. It it just came across like my uh, my streaming device, and I was like, oh, new movie. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was worth the watch. Like I said, it wasn't. I, I had. I didn't even. Aside from the whole Alexa thing, I didn't really have any idea what the movie was about. But that was it for. I was about to call it new on Netflix. <laughs> that was it for for binge worthy or whatever we're with that. Whatever the hell we're gonna call this segment. Um, that's the name of it. It's binge worthy with whatever. Well, whatever we're gonna yeah, call this. Yeah, that's I the can, official title. You don't see. I can trademarked. Ed- I can edit that out in the audio segment so that people don't hear that. So. Touche to you. Touche to you too, Mondo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to the this episode? Just a just a couple couple of things. Sure. Uh, thing thing one is it's, it's funny. I, I just had a, a couple of like little weird COVID interactions um, recently. Yeah. Well, like like the first one was uh, so I like my my neck is still fucked up. It's been weeks now. So I, I went to to someone to try to work on it. And like, just like a manual practitioner, I'm not going to, it's something called cranial sacral therapy. I'm not going to try to explain that whole thing, but it's like, it's something I've had before that, that worked, but, uh, I've never gone to one of those practitioners in Colorado and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go try it. I went to this lady once and I was like, oh, she's a little, little like woo woo for me. Like, she's like, oh, like your inner physician is going to tell me what I need to do. I was like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I thought, you know what? (sighs) Let me let me give it one like one more shot with her and see how it goes. And I I <laughs> we we made it five minutes into the, the the thing. Like I hadn't even like sat down and she hadn't worked on anything. And she was telling me about like how I needed to use a special sort of like pillow for my hip. And I was like, yeah, look, I've been dealing with this for twenty three years. Like, calm the fuck down. And then she's like, oh right, but there's this other thing I had to tell you about. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, and she's like, she's like, yeah, you know. So um, I want to tell you about ginger oil. Um, it's very important because, you know, I, I had both vaccines and then I got COVID and then I, when I knew it was in my body, I could feel, I could feel it, but I took ginger oil and it protected me. And I was like, she was, so she was saying that she felt, she, she got COVID and she felt it in her. Is that what she felt? She felt the COVID in her and then she took ginger oil and it protected her from the COVID. And and I was just exactly. I was a little confused. So I was like, before I rush to judgment, let me back up. And I was like, okay, just just to be clear, why are you? Why am I supposed to take the ginger oil? Why do you want me to take it? And she's, she's <laughs> and she's like, so so you can be protected from COVID. And I was like, 
She just cares about you, dude. And she ginger oil. <laughs> this was the funniest part. I was like, I, she she literally said that, and I just like take like a beat. Like there's like a long like pregnant pause, and and I'm like, you know what? I I just remember there's something I really urgently have to get to. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go. And she's like, oh, what? Do you want to reschedule? And I'm like, nope, nope, don't need to reschedule. Well, you did it. You did it like just like that. Huh? Yep. And and, she, <laughs> and, I'm like, and I was like, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you for the visit, but uh, no, that's that. Don't don't. You don't need to email me or call me. We're, yeah. we're we're good. And she's like, okay, well, so just just you know, so the next time when you come back, I'll give you a discount. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you not getting it? And uh, I mean, the, the nice part is uh, the CDC has said that like it's they think it's safe to not wear masks in in most public places now. Which I take what the CDC says with a grain of salt, like both 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 ways. And uh, my plan was always just to wait until we we kind of hit spring because COVID is not as seasonal as the flu is, but it's still a little bit seasonal, right? Like the numbers in the summer went way, way down. Like we've just got a lot of evidence for, for that. I mean, and, and most uh, prior COVID viruses were also seasonal. So I was just going to wait until spring and then hopefully at that point, just like not worry about masks again. And But I went into the grocery store right before I came here. Because uh, I just wanted to grab lunch, and like no one was wearing a mask, and I kind of had the thought of like, eh, you know, what? am I being up too uptight? Am I feeling a little, 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 little peer pressure? Like maybe I don't need to wear the mask. And then literally, like I'm wa- walking down an aisle, and there's a lady holding a, it was like a soda in one hand. She's holding her phone in, in the other hand on speakerphone, talking loudly. And like right as I pass her, she coughs like right in my face, uh-huh. and I was like, fu- "Okay, fuck this. I'm sticking to my plan. I don't give a shit if I'm the only one at the grocery store wearing a mask. Yeah, because I really I don't care about physically wearing a mask. But uh, that was that was the one where I was like, Jesus Christ, I people are still dumb motherfuckers. Uh, I'm gonna I'm sticking to original plan of springtime. Yeah, I still I uh, like here locally like they. We had the the mask mandate, then it went away, then it came back again, it went away. It seems like it's kind of a month to month thing that it changes. Uh, but yeah, they lifted the mask thing, and I still see, even though they, because all these businesses still have the signs that say, you know, it is recommended mm-hmm. to wear a mask. They won't say it's required. They'll say recommended for those people that are not fully vaccinated to wear a mask. And I'll see like, because I I go out and about quite a bit, uh, not. Not like every day, but like for work, just seeing, go to a fast food place or whatever. But yeah, I'd say like one in 10 people yeah. that are out in public are still wearing the mask. Whether or not they're being mandated to, they're still wearing it. It, it really depends on where you go, though. Because if you go to like a natural grocers, I would bet Whole Foods is the same way. Where, it's going to be like 70% of people. Yeah, yeah. The, the more affluent people are probably, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of on par with what you would think, like. You know, people from Florida don't give two fucks. They're out there partying without masks and all this shit. And and people like in kind yep. of survival and finish, motherfucker. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna have my natural immune system, uh, <laughs> which which has been ravaged by cancer from years of cigarette smoking, combat this virus. Oh man, that is the mo- out of all the the uh, the subreddits I've ever seen, the most fucked up one where I was like, oh no, I can't even do this. There there is a subreddit called the Herman Cain Awards. Okay. Are you familiar with who Herman Cain was a uh, big sort of anti uh, anti vaxxer like uh, Republican politician who went to a Donald Trump rally 
and then died of COVID that he caught <laughs> at the rally. Nice. And so he, but the subreddit, it's like basically what they do is they will find people who usually, usually it's anti-vaxxers and people who don't want to wear masks. And like, they will collect like sort of a history of their social media posts up to the, well, up to and through the point where the person catches COVID and then dies. And it's like, at first, like you're kind of reading like, oh, this fucking idiot. And they're like, oh no, like they died and like left two orphan children. Fuck. Like to me, it, it, something about it just feels fucked up because people in the comment section are just like going in on them. I'm like, yeah, but like, yeah, were they fucking idiots? Probably. Yeah. But like, dude, they, they died. They're ce- yeah. They're celebrating somebody's death and which is a weird thing to do because, and that happens because of, it just happens because of uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, people's opinions. They want to share them in politics and they want to be right. And they don't want to be, they want the other person to be wrong. They want them to be right. And, it sucks that yeah somebody dies and then people are celebrating a person's death. It's like that's kind of well. It's like part of me empathizes. Have you ever gone down the the conservative Facebook rabbit hole? No, Dude, I don't. It, internet and me, I don't do that. I was just curious, man. It's like a different world in there. It's like up is down, left is right. Like and, and there's people where I'm like, wow, if you're really dumb and you hadn't done any research, like this would be an extremely convincing argument. And it, if like you're getting that from all sides and like everybody that you know is sort of in on it. I mean, same thing. Like I had my, my uh, mask plan and then I go in the, the grocery store and I'm thinking, oh, my, well, you know what? Like I'm like the one in 10 person wearing one right now. Am I being oversensitive? And like it took it took tw- 20 seconds for me to think that. I think COVID as, you know, as big or little of a thing it was, however you want to see COVID, people are still just as fucking gross as before. Like people that were gross before are still going to be gross. Like it yeah. didn't change their habit. They know no. like washing your hands after you be- you go to the bathroom, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, like you said, just coughing. Like you're 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 told as a toddler, cover your mouth when you fucking cough or you sneeze. Like you're told when you're a little kid, do this. That's gross. Don't fucking get your germs everywhere. And you have adults that are just like, eh, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm just gonna be a gross person. Yeah, we're, we're probably all fucked. There was another Reddit question where it's like, what, where's the moment where you lost faith in humanity or, or you knew humanity was fucked? I'm like, man, we you're like, Aaron's like, Aaron's like, Tuesday was another one of them. <laughs> it's like, it's like, when, when isn't that moment happening these days? There's COVID, there's World War Three. there's, I mean, and no avocados. That's the one, you know what? I can, I can deal with the zombie apocalypse. I can deal with mass war, but man, no avocados. I don't want to live in that world. Neither do I. Fuck that world. I got tickets. I wanted to add a little tiny little thingy. I got a ticket to go see Gary Clark Jr. performing at Red Rocks in April or May. I forget what day it is. And he, he's, uh, his opening band is Duran Jones and the something. The Implications or the okay. something. Dude. I'm so stoked for this concert. I'm fucking so... I wanted to get some of my coworkers to go with me, but they all flaked out. They're all being vaginas. So I was like, fuck it. I don't give two fucks. I, I've been wanting to see Gary Clark Jr. The tickets weren't that bad. I'm so excited to get an opportunity to see him live. Uh, thanks to my friend Victor for giving me... For pointing it out that he was playing because the second it was announced that he was tickets were on sale he's like hey check this out he knew I was a fan so thank you Victor shout out to Victor this episode of Degenerates Clubhouse has been brought to you by Victor yeah he's not a financial or monetary sponsor in any way but like he's just sending good vibes our way so thank you Victor also special good vibe shout outs to uh, Eric Hecox and Moni Hecox they watch our podcast and they watched our last one and they made fun of 
I forget what the what we were talking about where he commented on my Instagram and was like, dude, your shit's funny. They they appreciate our, our dumb humor. So thanks for watching, they're, guys. They're, they're men of intellect and culture. Thank you, Hecoxes. Hus- husband and wife. You said men. Oh, I didn't. I didn't catch the first names. They're they're, they're people. They're individuals. They're oh, connoisseurs of inter- internet uh, intellect and culture. Thank you. Um, do you have anything else to add? I, I, you know what? I just assumed if they liked our humor, they were both dumb guys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's what happened. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> you, you never know. We have women. People watching us that are women. Not a lot. Like my mom, she counts. She's a- <laughs> Uh, I don't, no, actually, hi, mom. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, do you have anything else you want to add? No, uh, that was no. it. <laughs> oh, I, I did have the. I, not everybody knows this in Degenerate Land. Uncle Armando won twelve hundred bucks on the Super Bowl. That's it. I just want to say that I won twelve hundred dollars on the football squares, and I bought a grill for our shop. I won money. It was great. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks for watching the episode on Twitch or YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening to us on all the other stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed the op- episode and send us your comments, send us your whatever shit. And if you have a, a, a working title or a better title than binge worthy for, <laughs> for the en- entertainment show that we do. I think it's a really good title. I'm just afraid that probably someone else has used that somewhere. Although it's not like new on Netflix was the most original title either. Yeah. So if you have a suggestion, you can email it to us or, or chat with us somewhere or send us a whatever contact us on all of our social shit and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Peace out. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.